Welcome to the Rebecca Adahill podcast. I want to start off by saying that I want my name to remind you to go and live your life big, to take risks, to go all in and write one hell of a story with the one life you know that you have. I'm a seven-figure business mentor, wife, and mother of three, and I'm here to share my journey with you as I am constantly moving in the direction of more, more bigness, more impact, more wealth, more depth, and more life. My aim with this podcast is to activate and inspire you to go and live your life big in the fullest, most passionate way. I'm so glad that you are here, so let's dive right in. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Rebecca Adahill podcast. I am so glad to be back here for another episode. I have a very exciting conversation that I want to bring to you today. I am only moments away from launching another company. I don't even know where to begin this conversation because I have so much to say and I can't quite give away the details just yet because I haven't launched, but I will in just a moment. So before you know it, you are going to know all about it. This company, I feel like this has been a part of something that I've wanted to do since I was a little girl in in one way or another. But I do feel like me launching this company is a full circle moment for me where I'm like, oh, that's why I had that little vision when I was a little girl. And now I'm moments away from launching this new company. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I want to take you behind the scenes of how I came about thinking about this business and basically the whole process that has taken place behind the scenes from the idea all the way through to being very close to now launching the business. And I'm going to do my very best to have this conversation without actually giving away what it is I'm doing. But once I've launched... I won't shut up about it. You're going to hear a lot of it. But for now, I will tell you this. The first thing that I did or the first thing that I actually felt into inside of my business right now, things are feeling very effortless that I feel like I have such deep understanding of my audience. Clients are coming in. It's nice and flowy. I feel very spacious and I don't know how to put this, but I almost feel like a sold out show. And then you sit there and you're like, what else? What's next? That I'm still going to keep doing everything that I'm doing inside of my business right now, business mentoring, like that is my, that is my soul's calling. I will never stop doing that. That is something that I love, love so much and something that I'm really freaking good at. And no doubt that is why this whole process of me launching another company has been very effortless because I literally I've had to take myself through my own coaching and mentoring, which has been so powerful and just another reminder and testament that I really know what I talk about. So basically, I felt that there was room for more. You know, we have a beautiful routine at home. I'm getting my sleep in. I'm feeling very healthy. Like my internal dialogue is very much supportive of all that I am. My, my future, my vision, I feel like now it's the absolute perfect time 
for me to launch another company. So with that being said, I felt into what this could be. Would it be product? Would it be service? Like what, what would I do? And, you know, I truly believe that the world is my oyster, that anything that I want to do, I can simply do society and I can go and do it. And the only thing that's going to stop me from achieving anything is just me. And that really empowers me in my decision-making process that it's really up to me what, what I want to do and what I want to choose. And I truly believe that I can simply decide and whatever I decide on, it's going to be great and it's going to be the right decision. So basically I felt into what will be a beautiful extension of what I'm doing currently and what kind of makes sense. Do they go hand in hand? Is there a connection somewhere between those businesses? Yes, 100% it is. It makes total sense with what I'm creating. The first thing that I did was that I identified a gap in the market. And when I'm speaking about gaps in the market, you would, or the basically what I do myself is that I go and look at really successful businesses in that particular field and I see what they are doing really well. And then I go to their review section and I look at all of the negative comments and criticism that they get or thoughts that their customers or clients have where they could actually improve. And I've done a fair bit of research on this and it just dropped in so clearly what the gap actually is. There are some similar things out there at the moment, but not quite to the extent that I'm going to deliver this company. So I had identified a very strong gap and then I went and had a sauna. We have a beautiful infrared sauna in our home. It's this running joke in my family that every time I go into the sauna, I come out with a million dollar idea. And I went into the sauna, had my little sparkling water, I went and sat in there, got the light all right, and I'm starting to think. And it just dropped in. This idea just, just dropped into my mind and I'm like, there it is. Let's go deeper. What else? What else? What else? What else do you see? What else do you see? What else do you see? And I kind of just go down this rabbit hole. And my brain is expanding so much. When I go into this flow, when I allow myself to go there and I go deeper and bigger and deeper and bigger and deeper and bigger and bigger and bigger, whoa, that is expansion. That is pure brain expansion. And I'm loving it. So I allow myself to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And really, I was mapping in and feeling into the vision of this company and just to sit with the idea and feeling into what could this be? If I could decide to create any company that will make multiple millions per year, how would I set up this company? What would it look like? What would be our revenue channels? What, what is our ideal customer and buyer persona? And I kind of like really allow myself to go there, but very much like a zoomed out, bigger picture kind of overview. So the idea dropped in, got out of the sauna, all sweaty, with a new million dollar idea, I'm like, this is gold. I come upstairs and I tell Brody all about it and I'm so excited and he just laughs at me because he's so used to me. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because, oh my gosh, poor husband. It is so beautiful because he just laughs at me and he was like, whatever you want to do, my love, whatever you want to do, I'm, I'm in for the ride. You tell me where we're going and I'll follow. It's, it's so beautiful and I feel so loved and, and supported and, and seen that he just truly allows 
me to be me and all that comes with me in my brain and the way I think and the way I move and it's just incredible. So now I'm, I'm going deeper. So basically what I do is that I write down all of the ideas that came to my mind and I'm like, yep, here is the name. And the name often like really drops in for me. So what I do, and a lot of people, they have different processes around this. So for me, the name comes, the name drops in and then I build out around the name where a lot of people sometimes they they get the big kind of picture of what they want to do and then the name comes but i find that there is so much energy and magnetism and and power in the actual name that you can use that as an an incredible anchor from your creations from that point so the name had dropped in and i keep repeating it out loud and i say it and i say it again and i say it again and i say it again and then i'm like yeah this feels really good And I jumped on Instagram and pretty much like every name on Instagram is taken unless you have the craziest name that doesn't make sense. I'm like, oh my goodness, the name is available. This is the sign. Grab the name, went onto TikTok, grab the name. Now on threads, I've got the name, I've got this, I've got the domain. Everything was available. And I was like, thank you, universe. This is my sign locked and loaded. This is mine. From that point, I leave myself some spaciousness and I just sit in the frequency of that idea and of the creation before I start with the deeper and bigger kind of visioning work. So really deciding on the buyer persona and actually the the core basis and, and the fundamentals and the foundation of that actual business. So that will then go into the vision. So when I think about the vision of this company, I allow myself to go so freaking big. I don't see myself as I'm going to be the only person carrying this company forward. I know that I'm going to be very supported. It's just a very exciting process to get clarity on. I started a Pinterest board. I let the creations of what I'm envisioning the brand to look like and feel like and the textures and the tones and the tone. And then I go into full brand identity. This is like such a fun work for me. I make sure when I'm starting an idea like this, I always start with the fun where I feel like it's really easy and effortless for me to map up my ideal client, the buyer persona, the client journey, the main pillars of revenue stream, the brand, the brand identity, the tone, all of those things, my brand archetype and what we stand for and our tagline and our messaging. All of those things I love doing so much. That's my jam. Once I have that clear from that point, I then go into a timeline. I'm here today and I want to launch this company and I want the company to look like this. What's going to be my timeline? And basically what I do, and this is when reverse engineering is really freaking powerful. So basically I set myself a timeline of say six months and I go in six months time, we will be making... 100 grand per month inside of this company. It's launched. We have this happening. We have that happening. I can't tell you what it is. We have all of those things in place. I have this team and this is what it looks like. And this is the positioning of this brand. Then I reverse engineer and I go back to three months. I go back to six weeks. I go back to now. And I basically map out all of the things in no particular order as a start, what needs to get done. And then all of these gets then put into a timeline so I can see exactly what needs to be done in order for me to go and execute on this plan. Now, this plan is going to give my nervous system a lot of comfort. Then I so believe that I need to make sure that my human feels supported in the process. 
if I don't have a plan and I'll just wing it and what next and what next, that can feel really overwhelming, especially when you launch a company or a business where the project is actually really big. And sometimes we can actually stop ourselves from launching a company because of the size of the project. So with this plan, I won't get overwhelmed because I can't worry about the tasks that I'm going to have to do in three months time or in six months time. I can only focus on the things like, and and again, this is the power of now, the power of actually moving the needle with the time that I have today. From that point, when I have that timeline, I go into that specific plan. I look at the plan and I go, what is it that I can do? This is a very key part. Out of this plan, Am I going to be the only person doing all of the things? No, it's not. Because it's a very big project and I am going to need a brilliant team supporting me, bringing this vision and this company to life. So I make sure that I look at this plan. I speak to my team and I go, this is what we need to get done. My zone of genius is this, 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 and that, and these things I don't want to do. And then I assign those tasks to the people that are brilliant at those things. Because I believe what makes a business and a company so good is when the employees of that company and the CEO and the founder spend the majority of their time in their zone of genius. And this is something that I'm even mindful of the way I'm hiring inside of my business and have done since day one. I always ask, tell me what you believe that you are really good at. And also tell me what you believe you are not so good at. Because what you are doing from that point, I don't want to give tasks to people inside of my company Would they first of all believe they're not good at? Because then I know I'm not creating a role so that they can shine. So my number one priority when I'm hiring staff inside of my business is to make sure that I have roles for them so they can operate the majority of the time in their zone of genius. So now you have a team of people all operating from their zone of genius, which then allows me to operate in my zone of genius. And this is when you are starting to move. That's when I feel so supportive. Like I have the biggest army of incredible humans behind me driving and leading this forward with me. I can't carry it all and I choose not to because I also know that there are certain things in the timeline in the launch of this company. I'm not going to be the best person and that's not where my time is actually best spent. So I look at that timeline and and all of the tasks that we need to get done and I go, I'm not going to be the best person to do that than that. So I'm not going to do it. When we have the team in place, then I give very clear that I always believe as the owner of a company or two companies now, I believe that we as leaders, as CEOs, that we are responsible for setting the tone and the expectation of how we want our business to run and the standards we set inside of our business. So I make it very clear when people come into my business and they see what's going on behind the scenes, they see how I lead myself 
and to what expectation I have on them for them to lead themselves. Another thing that's actually key for me is to get really clear on what their dreams are, of what they want to do, on what they aspire to be known for. Because I want to make sure that I'll be silly to think that someone wants to work for me for the rest of their lives. Maybe they have other dreams as well. Maybe I'm a stepping stone for them. So I'd be silly not to acknowledge that. So with that being said, I am mindful of making sure that a part of being a part of my company, I am also supporting those individuals to go and do whatever they want to do. And that sometimes means, and often when this happens, when you have this expectation, they don't want to leave you because they can really feel the partnership in the relationship that we build in, in the trust and, and in my leadership. And the most incredible thing of all, what I'm witnessing, especially when I've had contractors come on board inside of my business, they go and have new record months. They go and have all of these incredible ideas on their own. And that just goes to show whatever is happening on the scenes, the stuff that you guys can see and the stuff that I'm sharing right now, we are moving equally. And the conversations that we are having behind the scenes are just as powerful. That if we can make things better, if we can raise the bar, if we can raise the standards, if we can raise the quality of the questions and the delivery of our work, we find a way to do that. But I am responsible as the founder of the company to drive this mission forward and make it very clear in terms of what I expect from them. And if things go wrong and if things don't go to plan and if I'm not happy with a certain outcome, I, first of all, take responsibility from that and I'm checking if that was my communication, if there is a a knowledge gap or if there is a skill gap there that we have to fulfill that I so believe in that trust and that transparency in order for you to go and create these incredible big companies that's going to be highly successful and that will drive a lot of revenue into your business. So I know I'm spending a lot of time speaking about team, but I truly believe what makes a company so successful is the quality of the team that you hire. And that also the quality of the team is also the quality of you as a leader of that company. The last thing that I just want to touch on now that I have done, and and I think this is such a pattern, you will know this by listening to my podcast, is that once we are locked and loaded into this plan, I know the vision, I know where I'm going, I know exactly how I want this to look. Watch out because we are moving and there is nothing that can stop me in my way. This is a very powerful part Because I am not going to let my plan stop me because someone says something or one team member could not deliver on something or I feel like maybe it's too much one day. I don't want to do it. That doesn't matter. I move no matter what. And I create and I move and I move and I move and I put one foot ahead of the other. And this is why I can maintain and continuously grow my business because I don't stop. And I don't mean that I don't rest and I don't sleep because I do, I'll make that a top priority. But when I'm on, I am moving and I'm making it very clear where my time is best spent so I can focus on the things that will move the needle the most, that will have the most impact. And I sit down in my office every single day when I'm at work 
and I go, what can you do today that will make the most impact on your business? And the last thing that I want to say, I only focus on the things I can control. I don't let any of my energy and time and brain space focus on things I can't control. Because I know the moment I do, it's going to slow me down. And I'm not slowing down. We are picking up the pace. And in order for us to be able to pick up the pace, we need to focus on the activities that's going to move the needle the most. So if you are sitting there listening to this right now and go, gosh, I wish I had this drive or I wish I could start this new company. I've always wanted to do this, but I don't know X, Y, and Z. Stop focusing on the things you don't know and start to focus on the things you do know. Because I can guarantee you when you are starting to lead yourself with a solution-based mindset, that is when you are going to start to see more solutions and then more solutions and then more solutions. But if you continue to look for the things you don't know, guess what you're going to see more of? Things you don't know. Where focus goes, energy flows. I know that you know this, but do you actually practice this? All I think about when I lead myself in my business is solution and opportunity and I move. Solution, opportunity and I move. I want to encourage you to start leading yourself What can I focus on today that will make the most impact inside of my company? How can I lead myself with a solution-based mindset? And how can I continuously look for new opportunities and new ways and only focus on the things you can control? If you try those four things, your business and your life will absolutely transform in a very short amount of time. I hope that you have absolutely loved today's episode. Maybe when I'm back next week, I have had announced the business and what we are going to do and what we are creating and what I am bringing to life. I am so excited. I cannot wait to share it with you. Thank you for tuning back in. If this episode resonated with you, I would love if you can share it with someone that could really do with hearing with what I just shared. I do believe that we can continue to spread this message and continue to find people in this world who have this drive in doing incredible things in this world. And I am going to continue to use my voice to find every single one of them that are here on this planet who are wanting and desiring to make an impact on this world. I appreciate you being here, listening. I wish you the most magical day, morning, evening, wherever you are in the world. And I will see you next week for another episode.